What's up, everyone? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour, and it's time for the ultimate breakdown. Welcome back, everyone, to the ultimate breakdown. I'm starting with Beverly Hills today. I actually have a interesting um, confession that Gigi Hadid gave to InStyle magazine during an interview for their March cover story. She revealed that, um, well, I'll just read it to you. Um, her quote was, when I think of my childhood, I think of being the crazy ecstatic volleyball player. I was that loud voice. I loved sports. I loved being on a team. I loved school and my friends. That's what comes naturally to me. But when people first started to get to know me, it was like, oh, her mom Yolanda was on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That is her life. But that wasn't my life or part of my growing up. Um, she said, my mom wasn't on TV until I was a senior in high school, so I was just on my way out of the house, but it was weird for me. I would come home from school and there would be production trucks outside. I would scale the staircase to my room so I wouldn't have to go say hi to my mom in the kitchen. So Yolanda joined Beverly Hills in 2012 when Gigi was still in high school. And, um, she basically, you know, basically said that it was all that she could do to be avoided, avoid being filmed by Bravo. Um... So Yolanda was on from 2012 to 2016, and she eventually exited the show um, amid her health issues with Lyme disease. But before leaving reality TV behind, Yolanda shared her health struggles and her marital woes with her now ex-husband, David Foster. Um, Yolanda wrote on Instagram at the time of her exit in 2016, I would have loved a more graceful exit than season six, but sometimes we don't get to control the ending of the chapters in our life. I am leaving what's over without denying its past importance in my life. I believe that every exit is a new entry. And with that in mind, I say goodbye to my Bravo TV family as I continue to focus on my recovery, my children, and bring back the privacy within our home. Um, the reason I wanted to share this with you guys is, I one, I thought it was interesting that Gigi said that, being that she's so, you know, in the public eye now. But... Um, Another thing is I really, really liked Yolanda as a housewife. I thought she did a great job with showing her personal life. I thought she did a great job with interacting in the group and not ruffling too many feathers, but still not afraid to speak her mind. Um, so it was kind of sad to see her leave um, the show in 2016. But um, needless to say, I think she's doing great. And um, obviously her kids are doing phenomenal. I do have a new interview where Kyle Richards teased what's to come on season 12 of Beverly Hills. She said that the drama kicked off the minute the camera started rolling for season 12, she said to an interview uh, with People. This year, there was so much going on with everybody right out of the gate that it was just automatically drama from day one. It's just so interesting how life is. People always say, how does all this stuff go on? And when asked about the, the cast trip to Aspen and if it was crazy, as rumors suggest, Kyle said yes. And she elaborated by saying, I would have to say that... Um, I would have to say that and Amsterdam, that's when it starts. When it starts getting like that, that was not the fun times for me because I lived there part-time, which people don't really know that. I don't really talk about it, but now everybody knows that. So she said, so bringing all these women to my second home, which is my quiet, peaceful, happy place, all of a sudden it wasn't anymore. Now I just went back and took, um, took some sage with me, is what she said. It's interesting that she compares it to the Amsterdam trip. Now, if you don't know what she was referring to... That is the famous um, uh, let's talk about the husband situation on Beverly Hills where Kim got into a fight with Rinna 
over something so stupid. I can't even really remember what it was, but it just went back and forth and um, called each other some nasty things. So it's funny that she's comparing it to that because that is just, that was an insane dinner. So um, needless to say, I'm really excited to witness that. <laughs> so Erica Jane believes that Andy went easy on Jen Shaw at the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City season two reunion. Um, and it turns out that she is not the only one. So season two is now over with Salt Lake City. But some Bravo fans were, um, well, basically believed that Andy um, didn't go as hard on Jen at the reunion as he did with Erica um, on the season 11 reunion. But both housewives have mounting legal, legal and financial issues. However, it seems that Jen got off easy at the Salt Lake City reunion. There was an Instagram account that shared a post saying, um, and the Instagram account is called um, current episode, sorry. They shared, um, a post where it says, turns out the hot seat isn't so hot in Salt Lake City, huh? At the pretty mess, which is Erica. The account then continued by saying, oh, to be a fly on the wall when Erica Jane calls Andy Cohen after seeing the Salt Lake City reunion. Surprisingly, Erica shared the post on her Instagram story saying what happened. And um, fans did agree that Andy went e uh, easy on Jen. There's lots of people saying, yes, Andy went easy on Jen. Yes, never mentioned the victims. He went way easy on Jen by comparison. Erica and Jen Shaw are both guilty AF. I agree. He spent more time grilling Lisa. He went easy on Jen, especially considering she is the one being charged, not her husband. Um, meanwhile, some fans have a theory about why Andy may have gone soft on Jen. Uh, someone commented saying he was soft on Jen and Jen stopped with the race card. I wonder if he felt uncomfortable because Jen certainly didn't shy away from pulling the race card several times. Uh, yeah, that's interesting that that person said that. However, one fan thinks that Andy did a good job navigating the situation with Jen saying, I think Andy does a good job with navigating that. On Twitter, one fan speculated that Jen and Erica were treated differently because Jen is more likable. They said the difference between Erica Jane and Jen Shaw, Jen is likable. Um, first of all, I just want to say, I feel like Jen and Erica's situations are so completely different that it's really hard. I mean, yes, they're both going through legal and financial issues. However, I feel like their situations are completely different. Erica, for one, is not being federally indicted and the FBI is not coming after Erica as we know. Um, with Jen, that's obviously the case. So... I don't know. I feel like it's really different, but, um, and I don't feel like he went easy on her necessarily. It's like, what else is he supposed to ask her? Um, I, I honestly want to know what these people want to be asked. I don't know. I just, I felt like it was two completely different situations. I do feel like Andy went a little easy on Erica, but I don't feel like he went easier on Jen. Moving on over to Jersey, just a few quick things to share. So it looks like Melissa Gorga won't be standing behind her sister-in-law, Teresa, when she says I do to Louie. On a recent episode of Watch What Happens Live, Teresa revealed that none of her New Jersey co-stars, including Melissa, will be in her bridal party. Um, and basically, Andy asked Teresa, Melissa will not be a bridesmaid? And she said no. And then Andy said, does she know that? And Teresa told Andy to not make a big deal about it. I really feel like it's not that big of a deal. I mean, they're not super close, so I don't really see why she would have her be a bridesmaid, only be, like what for? I mean, just because she's her sister-in-law. I am, however, a little shocked that neither Dolores or Jennifer will be her bridesmaids, because I just feel like they're really close. I mean, Dolores is 
been a family friend for like over 20 years. Jennifer, she's really close to. I thought that that was kind of odd. Um, Melissa, I didn't really expect, obviously, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that Dina would, would be her bridesmaid because I know she's really close with Dina. So I don't know. That was actually all I had for Jersey. I was looking back at my notes. I'm going to move over to New York real quick. Just one quick thing to share. So it seems like Luann might be back to her old ways. Page six recently reported that Luann drunkenly took over the mic at a gay piano bar and she ultimately got booted from the bar after she attempted to belt out some tunes and told annoyed patrons um, to fuck off or fuck you, whatever. A source then said she monopolized the piano, but that isn't how it works. You sing one song and move on. Luann thought she was doing her act. She tried to sing her own song, Money Can't Buy You Class, but they didn't know it. They know standards. <laughs> the piano player was like, I don't know the song. And she responded, it's a hit. And she kept uh, belting out jumbled versions of songs, the crowd who began booing her. Things did get ugly when Luann started yelling at the gays. You don't know me. I'm a cabaret star. Uh, she then yelled at the other patrons on the microphone and was ultimately thrown out for getting aggressive with the bar's customers. However, Luann now denies claim she was tossed out of the piano bar. On the other hand, she does admit that she had been drinking when she showed up at the townhouse at 10.30 p.m. with Jim Kirstead. She said, I was at rehearsals all day yesterday, um, then went to dinner with Broadway producers. We were in celebratory. We were in a celebratory mood and drinking champagne, uh, is what she said to Page Six after that rehearsal wrapped. She and Jim headed to the townhouse, or to townhouse, where there were a bunch of people singing and it was fun. Boisterous crowd. I hope I said that right. She said, I got up and sang a few Broadway songs they were playing. I realized I was a little bit tipsy, but we were having fun. And it was getting late. I'd been rehearsing and I was in a mood to sing a few songs. Then Jim said to me, Lou, I have an early rehearsal. And then we left around midnight, 1130. Um, I, I know that she has since apologized, but I mean, not honestly, not surprising. Everybody makes mistakes. I get it. You know, I mean, she obviously just had a little bit too much to drink. I know she's, you know, a recovering alcoholic, but, uh, you know, no, I'm not here to judge. <laughs> Moving on over to Orange County, this is technically Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Season 2 news for y'all, but um, it has to do with a former Orange County member. So Vicki Gunvalson, the OG of the OC, did an interview with Page Six where she... Um, <laughs> so basically, apparently she had her life flash before her eyes while she was filming Season 2 of the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, but thankfully her BFF Tamara was there to save her life. She said, we shared a room together and she even saved my life. I can't repeat how she did it, but she did. Um, she couldn't go into details, obviously, because we haven't seen it yet. But she said that the incident was an actual situation. She said, we laugh about it now, but I was like, you saved my life. And she goes, you dumb cluck. A source tells the... Um, uh, a source was speaking on this, basically, and saying that Vicky was choking on something and that Tamara did the Heimlich maneuver to save her life. Vicky adds that she loved filming Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip with Tamara because the BFFs don't get often um, or don't often get time to spend together. She said, I'm just so busy with work and I travel a lot and I go to Mexico every other week and I'm in Chicago. I'm really traveling a lot and it keeps me happy. And so Tamara and I just don't get to see each other as much as we want. We talk every day, but we don't get to see each other as much as we'd like. Um, 
Meanwhile, she Vicky also confirmed that she and Dorinda did get into an argument about COVID vaccines. <laughs> she said, it's different where I stand now, but at that time, which was September of last year, quite a while ago, it's a different stance than where I am now. Um, she said that she adds that believing, believes, adding that she believes getting the vaccine should be a personal decision. She said, I told Dorinda it's a it's political and she didn't agree. And if it's not political, then why is the government mandating it is what she explained. She said, so you can believe what you want to believe, but the facts are the facts. So she has her opinions and I respect it. I just didn't think she respected my opinion. In September, Vicky did confirm to Daily Mail that she hadn't gotten the vaccine due to underlying issues. She said, I cannot get the vaccine. I've got blood clots. I have a health exemption. I'm not going to get into that, but just some interesting information to share with y'all. Um, I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip for sure. And finishing off today with Salt Lake City. So according to a new post from Des Moines, whom you guys know I do not really trust or like, um, they reported recently that Lisa was overheard spilling some tea about season three of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Apparently, she was spotted at McCormick Ranch driving range in Scottsdale, where she was chatting with a non-housewife friend, and she revealed that Bravo asked all the girls in the cast to reach out to friends for casting. They want seven next season. Um, she also said that she wishes she knew someone, and she said uh, that she thinks Jen Shaw will go to trial all the way before admitting she was a scammer, and notes that Jen will probably go to jail. Speaking of Jen, uh, she and Meredith... Don't talk, according to Lisa, who added that Meredith has a kid who always wants to be on the show and wishes they could be a full castmate. Bravo is also considering someone named Tiffany, which I, I have heard is true. Um, yeah, definitely some interesting information. But yeah, the text message or the what Des Moines had basically reported was that this was apparently from an anonymous employee at the McCormick Ranch driving range. So... Definitely some interesting information. Uh, yeah. And speaking of Lisa Barlow, she did speak with TMZ while she was at the Los, Ange Los Angeles International Airport, saying, I think everyone in life deserves a second chance when she was asked about Jenny. She added, that's what we're trying to do. Just be a little bit better every single day. And hopefully we learn from our mistakes and don't make them again. And I think that's how we learn sometimes. We have to make mistakes to learn. Um... I do agree with her. I mean, I, what she's saying is definitely true. Um, I mean, Bravo should have probably looked into Jenny a little bit more and looked at her social media. Obviously, they didn't. Situation's unfortunate, but um, I do agree with Lisa on that. Well, my friends, we have reached the end of the Ultimate Breakdown. I hope you enjoyed it. Definitely a short week this week, but um, I'm going to give you guys your flash filming update. So Real Housewives of Atlanta has finished filming. I'm hearing that we could be getting a trailer as soon as Wednesday, March 30th. So please look out for that on my Instagram. Beverly Hills is finished, and I'm also hearing a really soon premiere date, um, definitely in the spring. So keep an eye out for that. Real Housewives of Miami, I believe, is starting to film like really soon. Um, the success of the Peacock revival was, you know, obviously a hit. Everyone watched it and loved it. So they will be coming back for a season five, and I will let you guys know if I hear any updates on the casting. Uh, New Jersey is currently still airing on Tuesdays. We have reached the halfway point, so uh, we will be seeing some, uh, we'll, you know, hopefully be seeing the reunion, like, looks pretty soon, I'm sure. Um, 
New York is still on a hiatus. I have no update for you guys on that. Orange County is still airing on Wednesdays. Yes, Wednesdays. Um, the reunion looks have been posted on my Instagram, so check them out and let me know what y'all think in the comment section below. Uh, Rojas of Potomac, I believe, has started filming, and I believe everybody has been asked back, despite many, many rumors. And Salt Lake City is currently filming for their third season. So it's definitely looking uh, like it's going to be a, another tumultuous season. So I'll let you guys know. And I have heard that there are two newbies so far. So I will obviously keep you guys updated. But yeah, so thank you guys so much for tuning in. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes arrive. If you have any news to share, feel free to message me so I can talk about all your favorite tea. Follow me on Instagram at Housewives Happy Hour with AJ for updates on the podcast and the latest news regarding all things Housewives. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.